0: Hey everyone, it's time again for another episode of The Proactive Real Estate Agent. Thank you once again for tuning in and lending me your ear and listening to what I have to say about real estate, being a real estate agent, prospecting, uh, running your business to profitability, and just being an overall great proactive person. And it carries into your regular life what you do in your business life. So today, it's, this episode is gonna be a little different, be a little more low key. Um, some of it will be repetitive to some of you um, who've been listening to all the episodes up to this one. Um, and I just wanna have a quick conversation with you on cold calling, just a candid, cold calling conversation. Because I think from watching agents, from corresponding with agents from all over the country, in other countries as well, in Australia, Spain, France, Italy, everyone is a little bit apprehensive to pick up the phone to make some cold calls to build their business up. and. If you're in the states, you'll get a lot of I guess you can call it backlash on telemarketers, which a real estate agent is not a telemarketer. Let's just, you know, cut that out right now. But there's a lot of robocalls going on in in the states, and a robocall is they're ghosting phone numbers. So they, they may be calling from one state, but they're calling you at your mobile device and they're ghosting or mimicking a phone number that you would recognize or you would recognize as being a local number when the caller is not locally present, right? So they're doing that. And then once you pick up, you're getting a robocall, you're getting an automated. Um, system that's calling you. It'll be an automated voice, series of questions, and some of them are legit. Some of them are scams. And most of them should be just hung up on and blocked on your phone. Uh, But that just puts a, a damper on real estate agents, especially the new ones coming into the market where cold calling for me is essential to build your business up, build your brand, and then it'll give you the funds to do everything else. It's the foundation. It's the freebie. It's really building strong legs under that table of your real estate business, where if you couldn't do anything else, if you didn't have any money, something happened, everything crashed, all you would need access to is a phone in a, in a sheet of numbers, right? You don't even need a dial. You just need a sheet of numbers. And you can do that on your own for free. So you don't need the money to pay for, you know, lead services and, and the likes of the Zillows and the Realtor.coms, etc., feeding you the leads. So with this whole atmosphere of, Cold calling is old school. Cold calling is bad. Everyone hates it. It's annoying as heck. There's legislation going in right now to stop robocallers and telemarketers. You're all a bunch of of rats and gnats, right? Real estate agents hear that. Real estate agents, family members and friends hear that. And it's interpreted that if you're a real estate agent making phone calls, you're, no, You're not a desirable agent. What are you doing? You're chasing an ambulance. You're a car salesman. That's too pushy. That's how some people perceive it. And when you have that atmosphere like that, excuse me, you tend to have those, I apologize for that. You tend to have those so-called gurus Those know-it-all who come out of the woodwork and harp on that same tone in real estate groups on Facebook, in chat rooms online, billboards, advertisements, Facebook ads in your feed, praying on. Because remember, if you're seeing a Facebook ad, somebody took the time to target you specifically in your interests. They're targeting you as a real estate pro. So they're putting in their keywords and they are targeting you. You're seeing that for a reason. okay? And they're trying to play you into giving them your money. Trying to say, oh, cold calling is old school. Cold calling doesn't work. Nobody likes to get cold called. Do you like to get cold called? No one likes to get cold called. Well, what they're not telling you is that the top agents in the country built their entire fortunes on cold calling. What they don't tell you is a lot of the top agents right now today, and you can find them online somewhere. Or you can email me at the proactive real estate agent at gmail.com, and I will give you a little list of them. They make their living, deep six-figure living, seven-figure living on cold calling. They don't get caught up in all the hoopla of the Zillow leads and the realtor leads and in landing pages and chatbots. And those are all distractions. Those are all, they all could be fine and dandy. If you already have a flourishing business, and you want to add on some more people to help it grow even larger, then yes, you'll have a marketing budget that's not going to take away from your income. Okay. That's when you have a real business, you have it and you have a marketing budget and your money's going towards that. And it's go, if it, lo- if you lose it, you don't mind because it's what part of a budget. It's something you do all the time. Right. And if it's not working, you change up your marketing strategy. And this is to get your brands out. Right. But your core business is go calm. Your core business is Out there networking, shaking hands, doing open houses, being in the business. But what I see too often, especially on social media, is that these people are just bad-mouthing what you should be doing. And instead, they make their systems a must-have. And they give you a little teaser of how you can make a million dollars a year without picking up the phone just follow my 32-step program. And they get up on, they start drawing on boards and scribbling and writing boxes and hexagons and pyramids and quadrants. And And it's built to confuse you. It's enticing enough to say, well, oh, I don't even know what's going on. You know what? I'm just going to buy it, his 497 program. Her $297 lead program, her $300 scripts, I'm just going to buy it and then I'll look at it later because it looks like there's a lot of stuff there. But when you get it and you break it down, it's a bunch of bull crap. It's nothing. It's common sense. Plus, you need to spend more money to even implement what they're telling you to do. You need common sense to make dollars. You really need to be dedicated to whatever craft vocation you sign up for. You knew what you were getting into when when you got into real estate. Too many people getting into real estate today think that part of the, the part of being a real estate agent, we go to school, we get our license, and then now what? Oh, I see ads. They, I guess I, I should be buying leads. Did you really put the thought in to being a real estate agent before you got your license? You know, go all the way back. What were you thinking of when you were gonna? You told yourself, your family, your friends, "Hey, I'm gonna get into real estate." What were you thinking of? What did you think it was gonna be like? Did they all congratulate you, say, hey, great, good for you, you can do it, right? That's true, they gave you some support, and some said, oh, you're crazy, and you, you told yourself you're going to prove them wrong. But what did you think? There was going to be no work? There was going to be no handshaking? No getting uncomfortable? You have to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. When, you're, when you face fear and you feel it, that's when you're most receptive to being to change, that's when you're gonna be most reactive, that's when your body and your brain's learning new tactics on how to deal with certain situations. And then when you conquer that tiny fear, it gives you so much confidence to do it again, and then you tackle another fear. And fear is just make-believe. You gotta do what you wanna do in your life, be the person You want to be in your life. And it takes hard work, yes. It takes discipline, yes. It takes sacrifice, yes. There's no billionaire that was really, that made it from scratch, that that did it without working 18 hours a day and scratching his or her head, figuring out some equations on how to, you know, maneuver their business with no funding. But you can do it. Everybody can do it it's just a lot of us decide not to we decide to stay in our comfort zone so getting back to thinking about becoming a real estate agent you go to school you study you pass the test you feel great you set up yourself for the state test you get nervous right and then you pass the test you feel tons of pride and confidence you're happy you have a license just like the other people who are selling Real estate and they're on the billboards and the shopping carts when you go by. You know what? I can do what they do and I'm going to do it better. You had that attitude. You sign up for a great brokerage. You get your name tag and your pin and you're all excited. You're part of XYZ Realty. You tell people about it. And then what? A majority of you ends up not acting like a real estate agent. You might do an open house here or there. Now, open house is, I consider it both passive and proactive, right? You're proactively going out marketing the property and marketing yourself. But then you go inside a property and you sit there for two, three, four hours waiting for people to come to you. It's, a, it's great. In a great market, it is a fantastic way to be a magnet for buyer leads, okay? And those are free buyer leads, you're just paying it with your time. You're not paying writing a check to a lead company to get those two, three, four, six people coming into your open house. That gives you the opportunity to showcase your skills, your verbal skills, your confidence, your demeanor, and a chance to to land them, to show them more properties or to sell them the house you're in. It gives you the option. Fantastic. I If you're a new agent, you don't have any business, do eight open houses a week. Just max it up. Give it a shot, right? But at least the only thing you're spending is your time. And when you're spending time, you're thinking and you're strategizing. And you're learning how to communicate with customers and clients that are coming through that door. You'll get to the experience on knowing who's a looky-loo. Who's the neighbors? What do the neighbors tend to say when they walk in? You get the experience, so then you'll, you'll be able to um, speak to them. You'll know what they're going to be saying ahead of time. But too many of us, when we get our license, we just think, okay, we're all stuck on social media. We're all online. And these gurus come up and say, hey, buy my program. You don't need to do anything else. And it takes up so much time and energy to do any of what they talk about. They make it sound easy, but it's never easy. The, the, the determining factor for all our success is our mindset, that cliche word, mindset, and our why. Why are we doing it? Why are we getting into it? And when we buy programs out of fear, that's the wrong reason. You're gonna spend the money And you're going to buy it and you're going to put it down and say, I'm going to do that tomorrow. When Monday comes, I'm going to hit it hard and I'm going to go through that whole program. And you're still not going to take action once you went through it. And if you do, you're going to stop because I've seen it over and over again. And I've done that in the past. It's a good faith effort. Don't get me wrong, but it's a panic effort is writing a check and hoping to make millions effort, helping to get a career out of it by giving someone 500 bucks or 50 bucks a month. It just doesn't work that way. You need support. You need accountability. And it starts with you. You need someone in your face every day, whether it's an accountability coach or a, a regular coach. That's where some of your money should be spent if you're feeling lost. Don't put it and don't go with those, you got to vet your coaches up because not all coaches are the same. You need someone who's going to be able to motivate you and customize a plan on with you in mind and what you want, not what they want. Some people might not like door knocking and one coach will push door knocking. And if you don't succeed, that's because you didn't door knock. Some coaches will look for your weaknesses and exploit them. And tell them, tell you, oh, you're not successful because you're not doing this, this, and this. I told you to do this, 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 and that. So you have to be careful who you trust. But the main person you have to trust is the person you see in the mirror. That person depends on you to succeed. They wake up with you and they go to bed with you. So you can't get your real estate license and just sit back and be passive is what I'm trying to say. You get more, much more out of your career and your life when you have accomplished something. Making cold calls. You don't have any business whatsoever. Spend some money on getting a dialer in a lead account with like a Mojo or Red X. Get the cheapest one you can. You can get expired, You can get Fizbo's. You can get neighborhood searches. You can get all three. But you're going to feel accomplished at the end of each day after a calling session. And do it a little at a time and increase it daily. Try to beat your numbers. You have to track your numbers. Okay? And you're going to build up the tolerance and you're going to build up your consistency in your schedule and making sure you make the calls. You block out the time and you do it. And before you know it, it becomes a habit. And before you know, it, wow. I made you know twelve hundred calls this week. I made, you know, fifteen hundred calls this month. And I got XYZ appointments out of it. And I landed two listings. Fantastic. And out of those two listings, I got a buyer lead. Hey, I get three sales this month. That's how it works. The more you put in, the more you get out. You can't expect miracles if you're calling once a week. And you can't expect miracles if you're making 25 calls a day. You know, the odds are not in your favor. You have to increase the odds by increasing the dials that you do. It's very boring. It's monotonous work. You have to pump yourself up before making the calls. You have to take some good look at at, at your why. Maybe you have you know, pictures of your loved ones. You have vacations you want to go on. You have vehicles you want to purchase. You have charities you want to give to. You have bills and debt that you want to squash, crush, and tear up and throw in the trash, knowing that you confronted your debt and you took care of it, paid it off, kicked it to the curb, took charge of it, and you did it by cold calling and being honest in your business and building the foundation for your business, and you do not let anybody take that away from you, you did it. You have to psych yourself up to make those calls. You have to be prepared. You have to have your scripts memorized. I heard a great quote from Ryan Surhant from Million Dollar Listings, the Surhant team in New York City. And it really resonated with me because it's so true. I preach practice all the time. And he said that, think about this. The top athletes in the world have one thing in common. The ones that are in their sport that are at the top of the level, at the top of their sport, the one thing they all have in common is that they practice. They practice 95% of the time, practicing 95% of the time, and then they actually are in the game 5% of the time. So out of 100% of their time, 95% of it is practicing, and 5% is actually implementing their practice. That's a huge statement. And he also went on to say, but real estate agents practice 5% of the time, and they think they're in the game 95% of the time by their daily actions and what they do From day to day, they feel like they're in the game. I'm a real estate agent. I'm searching social media. I'm going to the coffee shop. I'm introducing myself here and there. 95% of the time, but they don't know what they're doing. 95% of the time, they could be a lot sharper. Real estate agents tend to spend a lot of time getting ready to get ready. They need, they think they need everything to be perfect. And sometimes it's just a matter of rolling your sleeves up and picking up the phone and getting your experience live. Now here, here's a quick little easy test. If you were on the fence on cold calling, get yourself a dialer. If you can't afford a dialer, pick up the phone, but buy a list. Get 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 some lists. Get a list. Get a list of expireds or FISBOs, whatever you feel like you can gravitate to. Get a script. Very simple script. You can email me at the proactive real estate agent at gmail.com for a simple script. Very simple. Internalize it. Remember it. Wrap your personality around it so it doesn't sound like a canned script. Don't sound like a telemarketer when you're calling someone, like you're reading from a script. Know your script because in real life, someone's going to answer. And you're going to have to go wherever that conversation goes. But to them, it's a conversation. But to you, it's also a conversation. But to you, you have a track that you have to follow. So you have to get yourself back on track and ask the pertinent questions that are in your script. Okay. Study that. Internalize it. Say it out loud. Before you're, you're, you're getting ready to make your calls. And then pick an area that you may not be 100% familiar with. It may be 45 minutes away from where you live. Call that area. If you mess up, it really is not going to hurt you. And if you get something, get some business, well, now you have a new area that you can you can start branding yourself in. And then you can work in towards your own area when you feel 100% more confident and comfortable. But the best way of learning is by doing, not by reading and studying. It's by doing. So study, practice, internalize, and do, and do, and do, and do. Here's another great tip on co calling, to make you feel like you're doing something worthwhile. Okay. Let's make believe that for some crazy reason, it took you a thousand dials to get a client to sell their home with you, to get a listing. And let's say that listing sold and your commission was $10,000. We'll just use some round numbers, right? $10,000 after a thousand dials. Now... Your dials don't necessarily have to be conversations, right? You track your dials, and then underneath you'll track how many people you actually contact. So if somebody answers and says, no, hangs up on you, that's a contact. If you have a conversation with someone says, no, we're not interested yet, that's a contact, okay? If they don't answer, it's just a dial, so... You have your dials, you have your contacts, and then you probably put down your leads underneath that. So out of a 1,000 dials, and you get one listing appointment, and it sells, you just made $10 per dial. $10 per dial. So those days, that's a lot of days. A 1,000 phone numbers, some people will call 100, 150 a day. Some will spend, you know, eight hours in one day and and try and do five, six, seven, eight hundred calls, right? You could do it, dials. But some days you've had maybe 100 calls, you didn't get anyone, but you're still getting paid $10 per dial, whether whether somebody picks up the phone or not. You can stand there with a smile, being bored out of your mind, waiting to talk to someone, being nervous if someone answers, and you're getting paid ten dollars, ten dollars. What happens if you had two sales for 20 grand? Now your price per dial goes up. These are the things numbers help us motivate us, right? These are the things that keep us going, that give you the hope of building your business. This is a candid conversation on cold call. Why it's important is to build your business up and not someone else's business. You're doing it for yourself and not for Zillow. If Zillow raises the, the rates ext- uh, too high and you can't afford it anymore, what are you going to do? Now you don't, you spent a year, six months, two years buying your leads, and all of a sudden you're priced out. Now what? They change their pricing structure. What happens now? Now you don't have anything. Now you 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 don't have the ability. Now you you don't have the confidence where you can just oh, "I'll just pick up the phone. I'll make calls." So you have to build your business that way first, and then all these other third-party opportunities are extra. But your core business is always growing from you doing the work, and you will grow your business. You can be a great solo agent, or you can be a great team leader. But you got to do it. I always use the analogy of, a, of trying to run a restaurant. And one of the great positions in a restaurant to have first is dishwasher. The dishwasher sees everything. Here's everything. Someone who owns a restaurant, they should have dishwasher experience in their lifetime. And then they should have prep and then sous chef. And then chef, or grill cook, they have to have the experience in that restaurant. You don't want to just jump because you have money and jump and open up a restaurant. You'll lose. And it's the same thing with real estate. You have to have the hands-on experience. You have to have the experience of rejection and how to handle it. And understand it's not personal. Even though the other person in the line may make it personal, who cares? You're getting paid for him to yell at you or her to yell at you. You're getting paid to have somebody hang up on you. It's not personal. It doesn't hurt. You know why they're doing that. That's fine. But when you connect with someone who says, why, yes, I am thinking about in my home. And then you have dialogue with that person. You have a beautiful conversation with that person. And you're helpful to that person because you persisted consistently reaching out to people to find that one person that's made to work with you compatible with you only those other people hang up they'll find the person they they they, they're compatible with that's not a problem but you definitely will find someone who's going to be compatibly compatible to work with you and the conversation is going to be great and you're going to feel great the rest of the day it happens to me often i have the greatest conversations with people and then some not so great and i can care less because i know i'm getting paid no matter what so be in control of yourself your business build that confidence up take the chance pick up the phone make some calls call in a test market and then work your way into the market that you really want to work do it persistently and consistently. You'll start seeing the connect, the contacts. You'll start seeing the leads come in. You'll be going on appointments before you know it. And you'll be landing appointments and making money. And then do yourself a favor. Make sure you've been tracking your numbers. And then see how much each call you get to make. See how much dial goes into your pocket when you close a deal. It's an exhilarating little case study to do to track your numbers and figure out how much money you're actually getting to pick up the phone each and every time, whether somebody answers or not. That is really something to see. It's inspiring, it's comforting, gives you confidence, keeps you going, keeps you motivated. All you have to do is commit to it, be prepared, be awake, know what to say. Don't sound like a salesperson. Just be you. When you go to the grocery store, when you go to the coffee shop, when you go to school, when you go to, to whatever, if you're working part-time job, when you go to work there, when you go to holiday parties, when you go to family reunions, people like you. They see you. You smile. They smile. You talk. Hey, you have some small talk. How are you? Be that person when you're making the calls. Just know what to say your script. But be that person. Be you. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be someone else. And if anyone needs any guidance, any help, if you want to join my accountability group, great. I'll open up a few extra spots. Just send me an email, theproactiverealestateagent at gmail.com, and put in the subject line, accountability and we will get you squared away. I'll get you the details, and you can see if it's for you or not. But that's my my episode, guys. That's it. That's all we got. Candid Conversation on cold calling. Until the next time, be proactive, be persistent and consistent, live your best life, do your best work, leave it all out in the field, and you are going to have a very rewarding life and career. Thanks again for lending me your ear. I appreciate you all. Share this out, please. Five-star reviews would be deeply appreciated by me. I appreciate you all. Thanks for the emails. Thanks for the messages. And I hope to have your attention next time. Take care.